Hey everybody, this is Tyler Smith. Um, just wanted to let you know what uh, first what this is. Um, I decided I decided to uh, kick something new off, which is I don't know. There were some things that I wanted to talk about, but somehow they wouldn't fit into a specific episode, and so I came up with this idea. Those those who know Battleship Pretension know that we have something called like the BP supplement, which are Sort of like, in some cases, mini-episodes, although, frankly, there are plenty that are just as long, if not longer, than most episodes. Uh, and so, but the idea is that, like, for example, as some of you may know, I'm in the middle of a series. Um, and the next episode I do have, I'm going to be having a guest on, uh, but our schedules aren't lining up uh, right now. So it's going to, you know, be a little bit longer before uh, I'm able to have him on and record the next official episode. Uh, but there was something that I wanted to talk about. And so uh, rather than wait to talk about it on the episode, and even then I probably wouldn't do it because I would have a guest on, uh, I decided to uh, do something else, which is uh, put out these, I guess I'm calling them mini-sodes, uh, because they're smaller episodes, and sometimes uh, they will have absolutely nothing to do with film. Uh, other times it might uh, have to do with a specific film that somehow I don't think uh, would work as a full episode. So, I don't know, these things, we'll, we'll see how they go. Um, in theory, I don't want them to be much longer than 15 minutes, um, and in general, I'll try to shoot for 10 uh, I'm already at two minutes, but uh, this th- there won't be an explanation every time, so we'll see how it goes. Uh, so, for this uh, mini-sode, uh, there was something that was sort of on my mind, and it may strike some as a little strange. Uh, so, I'm friends with a lot of people in Los Angeles. Uh, I'm friends with... Uh, I have a lot of Facebook friends, and, and I do notice certain trends and things that people say, and and one thing sort of set me off. Uh, When I say set me off, I don't mean it made me angry. Uh, It frustrated me a little bit, and it got me thinking about larger issues. And one thing that, oddly enough, that I was thinking about, uh, the thing that set me off, is the way some people talk about and sort of demonize the well-off in this country, or one could say the rich, or the wealthy, or whatever the case may be. Uh, I was actually, all the uh, rioting that was going on in London, I was watching, um, uh, I don't remember what it was. It might have been I, it might have been something on Fox News, make of that what you will. I also watch CNN, if, if uh, that makes things easier. But um, there was an interview with a couple of, uh, of uh, young women, who were talking uh, in England? Who were talking about the riots? And they uh, they were quick to say that the reason that this was happening was because of the rich people, um, and that that they're really to blame for the riots. And they didn't really give any reason for that, but it did sort of strike a chord with me as as political talk uh, occurs. Um, and there's always talk about taxes and raising taxes on the wealthy or cutting taxes on the wealthy or whatever the case may be. Uh, invariably, there's a lot of talk about people that are rich, and there's often a temptation to sort of make them straw men and to act as though 
the wealthy should be uh, somehow punished. And I don't necessarily mean like in a tax way. I don't mean to make this uh, purely political because it got me thinking about larger things even than what started than than what started me thinking about it, which was the attitude towards the wealthy. Um, and I don't want to give the impression that I am defending the rich against the poor. Uh, that is not the issue. And of course, uh, from a Christian standpoint, uh, the Bible over and over talks about how we need to have a heart for the poor and the disadvantaged and, you know, do what we can to love them. And that could mean giving them money. It could mean giving to charity. Who knows what it, uh, what it could mean. There is, of course various schools of thought about that. But uh, but the Bible and Jesus definitely have a heart for the poor. So I don't want to give the impression that uh, I'm all for uh, the wealthy. Uh, I'm actually, it got me thinking about something that's deeper than that. It's deeper than rich versus poor, uh, or even like Democrat and Republican, or Christian and atheist. Something deeper than all of those. All of those uh, differences and the arguments that come out of it um, seem to be symptoms of something deeper that has sort of been on my mind. Uh, and basically what I'm talking about is an us-and-them mentality, which is to say uh, we see people that are different than us and we choose not to like them for whatever reason that is. Because, And I think the reason we do that is because we need to feel that we are somehow righteous in some way. It could be because we are part of a specific uh, political party, or we fall into a certain class, or maybe we are a certain race, or maybe we're from this country, or we're this gender, or we're this religion. Uh, and we fall into this, and we might draw our identity from that, and so, of course, anybody who isn't that... Uh, is evil. And I feel like that that instinct is very negative because it creates, whether the person intends it to or not, it creates resentment, whether in other people or in yourself. Uh, once you start thinking of other people as, as an entire group, as easily dismissed, and they're the problem with the world, um, I feel like you start to sort of put yourself above them. And I feel like that, and of course, right now I'm speaking more to Christians than anybody else, but I think that is a very unbiblical uh, attitude. Uh, and so I actually have a couple of verses to talk about this, um, because the idea here is humility and recognizing that you are not better than somebody else. Uh, and there's a, you know, there's a temptation, I think, amongst Christians to, to go back to my specific example of, like, the wealthy, uh, Matthew 19.24, uh, Jesus says, Again, I tell you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. So, of course, we Christians look at that, and we act as though it is a judgment on rich people. And in a way, it is. But and, and as a result, we say, like, oh, well, I mean, Jesus said this against rich people, so, you know, screw them seems to be the general attitude. Uh, I actually look at that verse as actually quite heartbreaking. Uh, I feel like we should, rather than revel in the idea that there are people that, because perhaps they are privileged in this world, that they do not see the need 
for the kingdom of God. Uh, I feel like we should look at that and instead of celebrating the eventual damnation or whatever you'd, whatever you'd want to call it of those people, uh, perhaps we should see that as sad and unfortunate uh, for them. Uh, but I feel like our attitude is usually that of superiority. We act like they are the problem, and so they'll get what's coming to them. But I do want to bring up uh, Romans three ten through 12. Uh, as it is written, there is no one righteous, not even one. There is no one who understands. There is no one who seeks God. All have turned away. They have together become worthless. There is no one who does good, not even one. And so what I wanted to talk about was the fact that as much as we demonize other people and say that they're the problem, uh, the problem is us. The problem is humanity. It doesn't matter how much money a person has. It doesn't matter where they're from or any of that. The problem is us. We are selfish and sinful. And I apologize if it sounds like I'm getting too negative uh, about things, a little too fire and brimstone but that is, that's the issue, is that, you know, it's easy for us to look at, at the wealthy and say, like, oh, well, they're greedy. Well, we're all a little greedy, to be honest with you, and uh, there are some that are generous, and that's fine, and those, and you'll find generous people of all classes, but to merely look at an entire group of people and say, they're greedy, is to really not look at the sin in your own life. And it's a bad instinct, and it's a very unbiblical instinct. And so I'll bring up uh, Philippians 2.3. Do nothing out of selfish, selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility consider others better than yourselves. And uh, I've talked about this in other episodes, about uh, a certain humility and not putting yourself above other people. Um, there's something underneath that we all are lacking and to merely look at someone else and act as though they are what's wrong with the world or society or with your specific life is to avoid your own responsibility. Sin is the issue, and we all have it. And it's very tempting to adopt this us-and-them mentality. And we all do it with probably one or two, maybe even three or four groups. I know that the one for me is usually other Christians. It's people who maybe don't have a certain opinion about art that I do. I, knew, I know that I do tend to demonize them and act as though they, they're the problem with the Christian church. They're the ones who, oh, they make God look bad. Meanwhile, I make God look so good. And... That's my problem. That's what I, I need to recognize, that these people are trying their best. They may disagree with me. And, of course, some of them might be overzealous. They might actually be making God look bad. But, of course, I make God look bad, too, just maybe in a different way. And so it's an important thing to keep in mind. We need to be humble, and humble means first looking at ourselves and seeing what we lack and the mistakes that we've made. Not necessarily hating yourself for it, but recognizing that you are a flawed human being. And you, your flaws may be different than the flaws of these people over here, but that doesn't mean that they're better or worse. And so 
And so I want to sum up by uh, quoting Proverbs. This is Proverbs 3, 33 through 35. The Lord's curse is on the house of the wicked, but he blesses the home of the righteous. He mocks proud mockers, but gives grace to the humble. The wise inherit honor, but fools he holds up to shame. And the the part that jumped out at me was interesting. He mocks proud mockers, but gives grace to the humble. Proud mockers can be any of us. It doesn't matter what group we fall into. At some point, we all mock somebody else for whatever reason, and we're very proud of that. We're very pleased with ourselves. Uh, and again, to go back to the wealthy thing, it reminds me of uh, a filmmaker that I don't actually care for very much, uh, which is Michael Moore. And he's been—he's always been kind of a populist guy, and there's nothing necessarily wrong with that, but I think he's populist in all the worst ways. Um, and I remember he had a show called The Awful Truth, and it it had various things in it that sort of... Uh, sort of demonized the rich. He had a game called Beat the Rich. And it basically asked uh, regular working class people certain questions and then asked uh, rich people the same questions. Uh, and it was a bit rigged because, of course, the questions that he asked were, you know, what, how much does such and such a meal at McDonald's cost? And uh, the working class, uh, working class people could answer it and the rich people couldn't. And, of course, uh, that means that the rich people are dumb. But of course, he didn't recognize that maybe there are things that the rich people knew that the working class people didn't know. And I'm not saying that the rich people are better than the working class people. Just that to only look at it from one point of view in the attempt to make your, to sort of ingratiate yourself to a certain group, it not only, of course, you'll, you'll accomplish your goal and you'll look like a real man of the people, but it also encourages a negative instinct in that group, regardless of who that group is, which is to say, we're right and they're wrong. And that is a, it's a bad instinct. It creates pride. It creates self-righteousness. And it's something that should be avoided. And so, again, I don't, uh, I don't mean to make it seem as though I'm championing the rich, um, because there are plenty of people who maybe are rich because they didn't earn it, and they're very greedy, and they're very selfish, and they've done terrible things to get their wealth. I'm not disputing that. What I am saying is that they are people, just as we all are people. They are sinful, just as we are sinful. They are flawed, just as we are flawed. And God loves them just as he loves us. And so... I would encourage you to keep that in mind. And I know this may seem like it comes completely out of left field, uh, but it was something that was on my mind. And so I would say the next time that you, or the next time that I feel inclined to look at a group of people, or maybe even look at one person who has done something or said something that we hate, uh, of course we can, by all means, we can condemn the action, but... We also need to recognize that there's probably plenty of things that we've done that other people hate, or we fall into a certain group that other people hate, and hopefully that will keep us humble and sort of putting put us on a on equal footing. And when we are that way, we recognize that God ha- there's enough grace to go around for all of us. And so that was basically it. Um, uh, I'm just sort of trying this out. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I'm sure I might have 
upset somebody with uh, my my views. I'm not really sure, but uh, you know, be uh, be kind in your feedback. Um, uh, this is the first time I'm trying this. Uh, I'm going to be wrapping up now. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, I don't know if I'll do another one of these little mini-sodes before the next episode, which will hopefully be in the next week or two. Uh, but, uh, if I don't, uh, I will just see you, uh, or I won't actually see you, but you'll hear me, uh, in the next episode. So, uh, thank you for listening and I'll get you next time. Bye.